What will it be? Slave to Satan or an adopted son of God? Choose you this day. Good morning, this is Robert with What Will It Be Podcast. I have been tossing and turning about what to speak to you today about, and the Holy Spirit uh, led to me to believe you wanted me to talk about seeds. So, I'm going to tell you what uh, I think, and I know what our experience has uh, been. With the Holy Spirit, you will be planting seeds, which is the Word of God. Then He takes it from there and convicts you of your sin and brings you into the fold. Uh, your sin debt has already been paid by Jesus. And He likes to talk about Jesus all day and all night and forever. He will tell you the truth continuously. He doesn't, um, he's um, very much a gentleman. He will uh, take a lot of abuse, but not everything. It pays you, or it's best to profit you, to be friendly to the Holy Spirit. Because he wants nothing from you. He wants to give you something. Which is contrary to this fleshy world that we live in. This fallen world is really bad. If I wasn't born again, I don't know what I would like to life would be like. But because I have the Holy Spirit in me, I'm allowed to walk above circumstances. You can do this yourself. I'm not I am special because God chose me. You don't choose God. God chooses you. And all you have to be is take the first trip toward him. And he'll take the rest. I know some of you are listening are not um, believing in God. Our the Son, our the Holy Spirit, there's only one God. And the uh, more you walk toward him, the more he will work toward you. And the more you'll understand and you won't get so mad about things. You'll just see it as one of those things. You know? And you shake your head and say, God's my father. He's the most powerful God. We can't say man because he's not a man. You know, he's not a physical body. Jesus has a physical Jesus has a physical body. That the Romans abused from the Sanhedrin. Uh, most everybody knows those stories. Or they're easy to pick up a book. If you're online, you have an iPad or uh, a cell phone. Uh, you could app for a Bible. Prefer the New King James Bible. Or the old one. The new version is just without the these and thous. The people don't use those anymore. They have some words in there like. Um, begotten. People don't use these words anymore. I uh, made another language, but I not this word. Begotten means uh, coming from God, uh, the Son of, basically from God. So inside of Jesus, Jesus is flesh and bone. By fl- flesh and bones. His Spirit, the Son of God, Christ, is inside him. Have you ever noticed in Scripture everything is inside you? Not because your spirit, or your soul, soul to spirit, Joah, 
It's kind of a spirit, but it's not. It's from the spirit world, and all spirits belong to God. Jesus came into the world and paid his debt. Sin was the punishment was death. Here's another thing about God: God is painted as evil, and He is anything but. Uh, Satan has painted God to be a bad guy, like him. But it's not so. Talking to somebody who's on God's side. And I testify to you that he is nothing that this world has been told. Here's the thing. Jesus paid your sin debt on the cross. He asked his father to forgive everybody. And his death was for everybody. Not just some. I just, if you're a part of this church or that church or any church, he died for everybody, every human being as a fleshy body. In fact, God doesn't even want to know about you. Well, he made your flesh in him, but it is um, not doing what he intended for. Lucifer is one that's kind of taking on and wanting to be God. <clears throat> the war in heaven that people talk about is disagreement. Lucifer, who became Satan, or the devil, uh, said that he would not serve man. And it was said to him that... Uh, he uh, was proud was found in him. So in a spirit, an angelic spirit, pride was found. Pride of what? Pride of himself. He has free will. That's what pride is. Pride is free will. You do what you want. So that being the case, in God's way is, to give people what they want. Because here's the one thing he don't give away. Ever. His right to be sovereign. But he doesn't need anybody or anything. And nobody can topple him. Because he made everything. And he doesn't take it away from you. He just lets you run your course. You will... Um, spend eternity or as long as... God says you will in paradise. Everybody. Everybody that doesn't believe in God, the righteous God, there's only one. And you are your future no matter what. You atheist, you're in a wrong denomination, you don't receive the word of God. Just while you were yet a sinner, he died for you. And he overcome death which is the irreputable proof. Many people saw him. Many saints came out after him and went home after being dead for at least three days, probably longer. Uh, we know that Lazarus, that he uh, called uh, Lazarus back to life. That's life in the flesh. 
four days, at least four days. Uh, he was called, uh, four days, and he came back alive, birthwise, and he proved he had power over death. Has anybody known? You've known, or somebody known else, or by proof that they had overcome death. Not talking about liars. There's a bunch of those. But this is between you and Jesus Christ. Did he come out of that tomb? Or not? Was he erected? Or was he somebody stole his body? Well, I know for sure Jesus is alive today. He's in the spirit realm. And you want to get to know him, you got to become a spirit. Right now, you're not connected to God. Don't look God. God is life. If he says, I give you life, then he gives you life. Otherwise, you're dead. I came across something I had read years ago. And it was talking about your eyes. And in scripture, it says, the eye, singular, is the lamp light of the soul. Now, also read Shakespeare a long time ago, and he rephrased this thing, and he says, the eyes, more than one, is the window of the soul. He says, if you look in somebody's eyes and you see a cloud or dark, this person is spiritually dead. Then if you look into the eyes and the eyes are clear, then you're born again. You're a new creation spirit. And you will, if your eyes sparkle, then you have the Holy Spirit living in you. And you're going to do the same thing that Jesus did. You're a member of God's family. You're born again. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. And you walk through this world above everybody else. Because the Holy Spirit is sworn to protect you for life. He will not let you enter things or go places or do things that would harm you physically. There's no harm. Your soul, your spirit is either able to talk to God or not. And if not, you don't know how to receive from God then you're, that's all your problem. I want to talk about the advantages of walking in this world with uh, the power of um, the power of of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now we're starting, these are additional Gifts called many different things. They're all by the Holy Spirit. And if you have been there, you have access to all of them. But you will only be given from the Holy Spirit the ones that uh, you need to do what he asks you to do. Will you be doing work for the Holy Spirit or for the kingdom? Uh, yes. You're not going to sit below a tree in a 
beautiful surroundings, and uh, eat grapes all day by an angel. Uh, no, you're not. You're going to be doing things. Everybody is a servant of God. I am, but I'll be a, a member of God's family. So I get tasked to do things. Um, and he provides everything else. And it says, never tire of doing good. So that's fine. And I don't mind you, I'm not a preacher. I am a teacher. And I will teach you the best I know how through the Holy Spirit. Because he's my mentor. I read scripture, has read scripture, and I encourage you to do the same. But here's the thing. Don't attempt to give somebody a spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, whatever, uh, until the Holy Spirit is in you. You and the Holy Spirit are one spirit. Okay? And the Holy Spirit is God. So, here's the thing. If the Holy Spirit is in you, you can plant seeds, and He will take them in there. But the person has to receive this Spirit. Then you don't force yourself on anybody. But you can say the words, and that dead Spirit will listen to the Word of God. And um, from there, the Holy Spirit will convict them of their sins, and they will grow to become uh, members of the family because their sin has already been paid. You don't do anything twice like that. One time's good. You don't have to say, Forgive me, Father, I have sinned every single time that you commit. Who, who couldn't remember all these? When I laid my life down, I could not remember every last sin. I was surely, um, surely not going to be one of those people that remembered every sin. So I just said, well, the ones I remember, I, forget, I repent for my sin. I'm sorry I did those. I recall Paul saying that he was chief among all the uh, sinners. And then, but God forgave him all his sin. And the Holy Spirit entered in, he asked for, and received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit keeps you in line. He will not allow you to do things you don't want to do. Because you're listening to him, totally. You'll, um, I encourage you to step up from just a saved person and be a member of God's family. Anyway, that's enough for this week. I want you to meditate on these things. This is Robert from What Will It Be. Good day. Welcome, where the only question is, what will it be?